Welcome to Becoming the 1%. I'm your host, Claudia Manjak, a multiple six-figure entrepreneur and intuitive business mentor. Each week, we'll be exploring timeless business, marketing, and sales principles to help you grow and scale a sustainable business. I will also be sharing in-depth life and mindset lessons to help you step into the best version of yourself. Now, if you're anything like me and you like to keep things simple and fluff-free, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friend, my God, am I excited to be chatting with you. I cannot believe it, but it's been five weeks since the last episode and this was very much an unintended break and if you don't follow me closely on social media you might not know this but at the end of November I decided to scrap all of my 2022 plans I'm talking my launch plan everything I was like nope this doesn't feel right I want to do something a little bit different and basically throughout the last five to six weeks I have redone a lot of the foundations of my business and also I have a big change coming I don't want to reveal everything in this episode because there's still some stuff behind the scenes happening to make it happen but I promise it's all going to make sense soon and I'm not doing one of those very annoying things of like ooh, something is coming but actually nothing is coming no I promise you that um, it's big it's going to make sense and it's not going to affect how I do things it's still gonna be very much me you know doing things over here no BS style but anyway that's coming soon but I'm telling you now 2022, January, I am here and I'm here to stay. That means that every Tuesday you can count on a new episode and I'm just so excited to be doing this because I don't know if you know this, but I don't edit my podcast episodes. So this is very much a raw and real conversation that I have in real time for me with you, where I just get to talk about the things that I feel very strongly about, you know, teaching you stuff, calling you out very lovingly and just giving you ideas to, you know, take your business to the next level, take your whole life to the next level. By the way, but I have I have a disclaimer <laughs> before I get started. If I sound funnier, if I'm out of breath, it's because I am now over 24 weeks pregnant. So being out of breath is just my normal life. And for example, fun fact, at the moment, I cannot really walk and talk at the same time because I sound like I have just run a marathon. So yeah, the fact that I'm not rec- I'm not editing this podcast episode means the fact that you are hearing the, the real you know, breathlessness of a pregnant lady. So yeah, just wanted to put that out there. But anyway, you're not here today to listen to this. You're here today because you clicked on this episode because you want to understand why no one is buying your offer. And the reason why I wanted to start the year with such a topic is because as an entrepreneur, I know that you are thinking about money, as you should. You are thinking about sales. And if at the moment you are at the point where not enough people are buying your offers, or no one is buying your offer, depending on where you are, this episode is for you because I'm going to tell you the number one reason why no one is buying your offer. And you might be surprised because it's not really this super highly strategic, like it's not because you don't have a funnel or it's not because you know, you're know you not posting six times on Instagram or you don't have a huge Facebook group. Because I do feel like sometimes people associate sales with techniques, with tactics, with how many people have you DM today and stuff like that. But actually, I'm here to reveal to you that it goes a lot deeper than that. In general, sales goes a lot deeper than just those tactics. Whether they work or not, sales very much starts in your mind. Actually, I saw this somewhere many years ago and it says that the sales has to happen in your mind first. And what that means is that you have to believe it's possible. But anyway... I'm gonna bring it to you. Are you ready? I wish, see, I wish I was editing this so I can add like a drum roll. Basically, 
The number one reason why no one is buying your offer is because of how you are selling. And more specifically, it's because nine times out of 10, I see people selling based on assumptions. So I'll give you a whole lay down on what I mean by that. But generally speaking, it means the fact that you don't actually understand your ideal client because you haven't done that deeper foundation work for your sales. And specifically, there are three ways in which you are selling on based on assumptions. Number one is all about, you know, you selling based on how you like buying, based on what you enjoy. So for example, Let's just say that you are a really big believer in always having one-to-one coaching because you love the customized support, you don't want to open up in front of people, etc. So for that reason, you're very much pushing your one-to-one. However, have you considered that maybe your ideal client would love a group program or a course from you or a one-off session or a shorter program and stuff like that? So remember, just the the fact that you like to buy something doesn't mean that your ideal client would like the same. So it's very important to be aware of that and to make sure that you are not sitting there in your own biases and assumptions. So that is number one. You are most probably selling based on what you enjoy buying. Then we have number two. You are selling based on what's important to you. So I'm going to give you an example with this. So there are four main different types of buyers and we can do another episode on that. But let's just say that you are a logical buyer. So what that means is that you are the person that's going to go on a sales page. They're going to read the whole thing multiple times. You're going to do the calculation of how much, you know, uh, value is in this offer, how many calls you get, how many videos, how much support, how many weeks, you know, all of that stuff. So that means that probably you yourself are really pushing out those things when you're selling. So you're really pushing out your offers. You're talking about the support that they get and all these little videos and, you know, all this, you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever features. But I want you to realize that First of all, we can never have just one type of buyer in our audience, which is why we need to be selling in a way that appeals to different kinds of buyers. But maybe your ideal client, depending on what you're selling in general, is the type of buyer that connects more with you on a personal level. They want to get to know you. They want to get to know your story. They want to understand what it's like to work with you. They want to get deep and personal. And maybe they're making their buying decision not based on value. based It's actually maybe based on trust or on how they feel or their gut instinct. So while you might be there pushing, you know, your discounts and, you know, the value of your offers, maybe they don't really care about that. And they're going to go by from the person that really makes them feel the most seen and the most heard, because I definitely see a lot of that. So make sure that again, you are aware of what is important to you as a buyer, but you also understand what your ideal client likes when it comes to buying. Okay. And then the third way in which you are at the moment most probably selling based on assumption is that you are selling based on who you used to be when you were in the shoes. So generally speaking, as a service provider, you are an expert at something or not necessarily you are, put it this way, if there were uh, if there were levels of masteries, let's just say that in your field, there are 50 levels of masteries. Let's just say that you are a level 33 and your ideal client is at level 20. So that means that they still have 13 levels where, you know, you, they can catch up with you. You can help them. But let's just say that right now you are selling based on who you used to be at level 20. So, um, let me think of an example because I always love to give you examples because I know it makes it much more real than just this abstract knowledge. For example, if you are an Instagram coach or, you know, an Instagram expert or a social media manager, uh, maybe when you were at level 20, where your ideal client is right now, you used to struggle to get a lot 
lot of comments and engagement in your posts. So what that means is that right now you're basing a lot of your content and you're constantly talking about how important it is to get comments, how your engagement is everything, da 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 da, whatever. But have you considered that maybe your uh, ideal client avatar actually cares much more about story views or DM replies or whatever that may be like? Again, don't assume that who you used to be and what used to be important to you when you were in their shoes is what's going to matter to them. Because when you do that, when you're trying so hard to sell based on who you used to be back then, you're selling to yourself, but you are not your ideal client anymore. And also the further you move on into your business, the, the less you're going to be able to relate with where they are now. Because, you know, some of your ideal clients, to use the example from before, will stay at level 20 and you will advance from level 33 to level 40, to level 50, to level 60, and so on. You get the idea. So these are the three main ways in which you are constantly, currently selling based on assumptions. And they're all such small things, but so, so important. And I want to give you an example of something that uh, happened to me this past year in 2021 that really made me think about how people don't understand who they're selling. To. So I have a training club, so a fitness training club next to me. And this was before I got pregnant, by the way. I was uh, trying to get in shape and little did I know that I was going to get pregnant like two months later. But anyway, um, basically I was trying to choose a personal trainer. So this training club had a page with all, let's put it this way, mini sales pages for every single PT, a profile, you know, you could see their values and they could just write a little blurb. And it was really interesting to me that basically majority of people, they wrote things that were about weight loss and things like that. Basically, all of the, the reasons that they believed I would buy their personal training uh, packages were very shallow reasons. However, there was this one person that as soon as I opened up their page, I knew they were for me because, you know, he didn't say something such as, I know you want to lose weight to fit into whatever dress. I know, blah, 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 blah. You know, for him, it was very much around, you know, the mindset of, you know, being healthy, working on yourself, you know, 1% better every day. They were all concepts that I really related to. And that was a great example where I really felt like I was sold to in a way that I loved it so much so that I proactively went and reached out to this person and signed up with them and you know they got a long-term client because I'm still you know working with him but my point here is those other personal trainers missed out on an opportunity because they sold to me in such a shallow way that showed the fact that they don't actually understand why someone in my area who's a certain type of area that has certain type of clients and the club being a certain type of you know fanciness people would go there a lot of people of course some people will want to to lose weight to fit into a dress but a lot of people want to feel comfortable when they're walking they want to work on their health they want to you know keep their promises to themselves when they say they're gonna work out and so on so that was a really good example where i really felt like people are missing out on opportunities to make more money you're basically leaving money on the table because you are selling what you're assuming your audience wants and this is why it's so so important to take the time to get to know your audience your ideal client to really understand what it is that they want what it is that is important important to them because ultimately people have a lot of options and the only way in which you're going to stand out as the go-to expert as an authority in your field is if you're going to really speak their language you cannot be using and this is another big one maybe this should have been a fourth one 
do not use expert language. Don't go out there using all these freaking fancy words that your ideal client is not going to get because you're an expert and they're not. Because that's only going to make them feel like you are smarter than them, you are way above them, and they cannot relate to you. Use simple language that anyone would understand, especially on social media or online in general, because attention span is shorter and shorter every single day. Now, lastly, if you are wondering, oh my God, how do I actually do this? How do I actually understand them? There are quite a few different ways, but just a few ideas on how you can get to understand your audience, your ideal client, you know, and so on, is to take the time to get to know them through market research, pretty straightforward. You know, I'm pretty sure I have a market research video. If not, you can go into my Instagram and I think it's my first ever IGTV back in 2019, maybe beginning of 2020. That is, it's a 10 minutes video about market research and I go super in depth in that. Um, then you can also listen to feedback on your content. So for example, if you notice a trend that certain people or your ideal client are very much responding to a certain type of post, they are saving it more, they are sharing it, they are commenting on it, etc. That means that that resonates with them and look at what those types of posts have in common. Then you can also use your own clients, the clients that you have at the moment, connect deeper with them, ask them questions, ask them what made them sign up with you know with me? How long did it take you to, to get to know me? What was it that really stood out that made you want to choose me and not someone else? There's nothing wrong with that. And generally your client relationships shouldn't be transactional. So you should feel comfortable to be asking questions like that. And then obviously um, you can also do polls, you know, ask for answers in your emails if you're sending in you know email marketing stuff. Just basically use every tool that you have available to get to understand your ideal client. Because I know if you're an entrepreneur, you have made plans for 2022 and I'm certain at least one of them has to do with increasing your profit margin or your revenue or raising your prices, something around sales. And you are missing out on a big opportunity to be making more sales only because you're not shifting this small yet very important element of assumptions and making sure that you are actually selling to someone the way they want to be sold to in a way that really speaks to them, doesn't just speak to you. Because again, we are, we are humans. It's very natural for us to be doing things that we enjoy. But remember, your business is built for your ideal client. Yes, the back end of it, how you run it, the products that you sell should be for you. But how you sell ultimately is very much about who you're selling to. So don't forget that. So this is it for me today. I am hoping that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to let me know as usual. Send me a DM, share. I really love to hear from you and to hear you um, listening all over the world. It genuinely brings me so much joy. But yeah, that's it for me this week. Um, I promise I'm gonna come back hopefully next week, if not the week after, with some really big news. And also for those of you that again are not following me on social, first of all, what are you doing? Come follow me. You know, especially on Instagram, I'm very active on there. And also next week, I'm actually opening the waitlist to my sales program, and that's gonna be a big one because this sales program is part of my, um, it's very funny. I remember how I told you I scrapped all of my plans. It's part of my old plans. I'm talking the plans that I made mid 2020 and I came back to it because I'm really just going back to basics. I am so, so excited because I know a lot of you are listening because of my sales content and, you know, a lot of my clients, you know, coming the sales queen and all of that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's all going to be revealed more next week. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. Remember to not be too hard on yourself this January because I know how how easy it is to put pressure on yourself and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your weeks. Speak to you soon.
Thanks so much for tuning in to Becoming the 1%. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram stories. I want to reassure you and personally thank you for tuning in. And remember, running a sustainable, highly profitable dream business and living life on your own terms is no longer just a dream. So go out there and make it happen. I believe in you. I'll see you next week.